This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome again to another week of the G Podcast. Hang on just a minute. Let me turn stuff down real loud in here. Let me see. Let me see. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? <laughs> I can hear you fine. Excellent. Hey, what's can up, y'all? me. Yeah, I can hear you. And and Vi's in the building. Vi, how you doing? How you doing, man? Oh, oh, oh okay. You know what I did told Tommy B. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, say what? Is he in mourning? I drove down the street today. All I heard was oh B Falcons 24 to 9. I'm like, oh, okay, I see what the show is going to go today. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, man. Hey, Vi, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great. The Falcons don't need to post me new. <laughs> That's right. He's, <laughs> see, Tanya B, he's happy because he's, he's trying to get a draft pick. That's another story. All right, so, so you know, so we're not even going to get into that. Uh, let me just start this thing on over and just welcome everybody again to the G Podcast. Every week, you know, we do news, politics, uh, pop culture, all that good stuff. And, and I'm here to tell you, um, you know, uh, we got a really special guest, a really special, um, very special reason that he's on the show today. I can see him in here. I'm just going to wave at him before. Hey, man, I know you can see me. What's up? What's <laughs> before, up? What's before, up? <laughs> before, before we get you rolling. But um, before we actually uh, jump into that, because I don't consider him a guest. He's he's part of the family. He's part of the fam. Uh, Nabate Isles is going to come up in just a minute. But before we do that, I got to do this first. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. What's cooking, Tanya B? Tanya B. <laughs> you know I had to do it. You know I got, I got to do it. <laughs> because as we take the podcast, we're a couple of days out from... A um, couple of days from, from that big day. Big turkey day. So... What you got on the menu? What you got on the menu, Tanya B? Make us all mad. Okay, I'm making mad. Uh, You know, I'm in a quarantine bubble with uh, three other people and have been since March. So for Thanksgiving, uh, this year, my responsibility is turkey, gravy, stuffing, and uh, homemade blackberry cobbler. Mm. For those of you who know that I cook, I don't cook out of boxes or bags. I'm a a scratch cooking girl. I'm old school like that. And um, what I actually what I'm doing right now is I just got everything for my brine. It I just turned it off before you uh, flip the switch on. Just so just to let you know how I get there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, I, I do my brine for my turkey, and this year it's a combination of vegetable broth, apple cider, apple juice, and oh. I have some seasonings like poultry seasoning and onion, pepper, and sage, and thyme and things like that. So that's got to boil with the salt and it's got to cool down completely so it could be 11 o'clock at night because I just turned it off but then I'll put that let's put the turkey in that for two days which will take me to Tuesday and then I found this great recipe Mm. and you know some people just take and do salt pepper and throw it in the oven but I'm not you know that's like buying clothes off the rack to me and then um, I'm going to do this beer and butter um, poultry injection marinade which is beer and butter of course and you know some hot sauce soy sauce garlic powder onion powder and uh, a little bit of uh, Worcestershire sauce and that's what I'm going to inject in my turkey and cook it in my Emerald Air Fryer 360 Deluxe and uh of course, for my stuffing, about a cornbread, got to cook that, let it get a little stale, a little hard and crusty. Mm. Uh, my blackberries are already marinating in the sugar and the spices. So if you're looking to, uh, you know, have something that's low calorie, I might be, you know, a little low sodium. I, I did do that with the broth. Yeah, but, yeah, um, low sodium always, you know, definitely. You need to, if, you, if you're near me, anybody who's near me just better come with some elastic in the waistband of their pants. And then, you know, I also yeah, make my, my world famous. <laughs> I might do some mac, the six, seven, eight mac and cheese, but I'm also going to be doing some of my um, Yakety Jack Daniels candy yams. And hmm. as I shared with you, it's like people that I make them for, hmm. they seem to come back. I did 40 pounds of them a couple of months ago Damn. for a function. Uh, one of my one of my church members was having, of course, um, and um, they've asked for more. So that's my contribution. So the only thing left is the greens and, um, you know, I'm not a mashed potato girl. I, I might if I'm if I am so moved, I may make some yeast rolls. But after the yeast rolls, that's all you get from me. Oh my so that's God. what I'm going to be cooking. Let me give it up. I'm going to give it up for you on that. Thank you. You know, we talked about. You know, the show coming to my house and we were going to do you know, a round table in the dining area. I was going to cook and then COVID set in. So it, it's just going to be uh, 
whenever we get back to some semblance of normalcy, but it won't be for a while. But good stuff. Um, that's exciting. So if anybody wants recipes, no, this is not a cooking show, but um, it almost you know, is. When, <laughs> Damn. when we get to that point, you yeah. know, y'all will let me know what you want me to prepare. And, you know, I, I take time. So I've got to dice the celery and dice the onions and all that. that that's therapeutic for me. That's fun. That's how I kind of get through COVID. So good stuff. You know, stuff. and it really it's a cultural thing with us. We as people, you think about it. Mm-hmm. The epicenter of the house was always the kitchen. And just like in the movie Soul Food, you know, that's where um a lot of things happen yeah, in so the true. kitchen and around the table. So, uh, so very true. So very true. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it up for you. Over? I got to give it up for you one more time. Just one more time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We need we need to po- post your address on the uh, on the podcast page. <laughs> no, okay, T Bird Atlanta, hit me up on the gram. Um, I do share some family recipes, but some I have to keep. You know, yeah, that's what you should do. You absolutely should. So in the book, but, um, Tanya B is doing that thing. I know everybody's doing that thing uh, as we head into Turkey Day, and um, I, I wanted to. Uh, do this show, man. Um, just this weekend, I'm getting ready for the show. I get a call from uh, Nabate, and and man, I got I got to give it up to you, man. Um, I didn't hesitate. You say, hey, man, you know, I, I got this new thing coming out, this new uh, single. You know, he called it a single. You know, I'm used to I'm used to our, our album from a, a you know Nabate, but he said I got a new single coming. Uh, it's going to drop on on uh, Black Friday, no, November 27th. And uh, the group, I guess the group you're calling is, is Niles and Nabate. Is that correct, Nabate? Yeah. And, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And mm-hmm. uh, he is releasing a tribute to uh, Chadwick Boseman, which uh, is is phenomenal. I've had a chance to listen to it. It's not out yet. Uh, and, and, you know, it was like under lock and key, y'all. I mean, I had to call him and, and text him and email him <laughs> to try to get in and hear it. I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> but but that's OK. It's OK. But, Fort uh, Knox, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fort Knox, keeping it under. But uh, I got to really say, it's, it's it, I'm going to play a little bit of it for y'all. Um, and, and, if you uh, want to play the whole track, no, I'm, I'm just gonna play a little bit of it, man, because you know oh, okay, they need they okay. need to go get it. They, <laughs> they don't need to they don't need to just you know rewind the podcast and keep playing the single over that, and that over is again. True. No, good looking, good looking. Go no. go <laughs> go get your go get your music because you know what it's all about. People doing good music, man, and and uh, kudos sure. to you, you know, for doing your thing and doing great music. So let's let's take a moment, uh, my, my panel, put yourself on on mute for a moment. And I'm going to go ahead and play the ode to Chadwick uh, clip, and then we'll come back and talk about it just a minute. turning key amongst the chemotherapies and the surgeries you still became a universal legend a supernova surgery energy you possessed to play jackie robinson thurgood marshall and james brown brother you was blessed and king t'challa black panther was our everything it revolutionized with art and ways i've never seen the icon who stacked zeros but stayed humble perfect role model real life black superhero i'm honored to have the same first name as you job well done you completed what you came to do All right, that's all y'all get. That's all y'all get, man. Let, let me let me just give you up, man. Kudos, brother. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. Good stuff, man. That's right. And, and yeah, I got to give it to Niles and Beth Griffin Manley. You know what I'm saying, Niles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about how we 
how we were inspired to do this track for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and Niles, man, you mentioned, um, Beth Griffith Manley. Yes, indeed. Sang the hook. Yeah. She is uh, a phenomenal singer, uh, former contestant on, uh, the voice. Uh, she was on Mm -hmm. team legend. And in Mm -hmm. addition to that, uh, she is a daughter of one of the, the funk brothers. Motel? Yes, indeed. Yes, one of the Funk Brothers. Yeah, she's she's the daughter. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, which one? Because that's legendary right there. That was a capital L. Are you talking about the Funk Brothers? Yeah. One, the yes. brother who played keyboard, right? Was was it Nabate? Um, yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, John, it was actually Johnny Griffin. Johnny Griffin, who's the keyboardist. Wow. Yes. Oh, he was awesome. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. can I just give five on it to Sister Girl again? Say her name one more time. Say her name. Say her name. Yes, Beth Griffith Manley. Yeah. And, and yes. Check, yeah, you got to check out her music, too. Tony <laughs> so B. she got the, the hyphenated, you know. That's okay. <laughs> that is still musical royalty right there. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes it indeed. Is. And um, tell us a little bit about uh, Chadwick Niles Phillip as well. Because he did a, he did a oh, great job on this. Oh, well. Niles is an incredible MC. We met back in New York in 2007. Um, he's out of Michigan State University, and uh, we met and we met through through a, a mutual friend by the name of Tony Blackman, an outstanding female MC uh, and an activist that's based in New York. And uh, and then Niles and I did like a lot of gigs together. He was signed to Koch Records. Actually, he won a Hot 97 competition to be signed to Koch. He had a single out for Koch. Performed in Summer Jam, and uh, then he moved to Minneapolis. You know, just to do more education stuff and and everything. He's been an advocate, educator, entrepreneur in the Minneapolis area for the past eight years or so. But um, one of the great MCs, and he has an album called To Remain, which is available on digital platforms. And and and, and the versatility on this album is incredible. Mm. Um, so yeah, so so we, you know, he he's a brother to me, you know, like definitely, and and. <laughs> And and we had to do a track together finally because we worked together throughout the years in the late 2000s in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, did a you know like he would join my band and sit in and do things like that and and we had to do this track. So he he did a freestyle on his Instagram page, which is Niles Got You his Instagram page, and he did a freestyle on that. And I was just like, let's do a track, you know, wow. definitely. And then we decided to do the track, and and the rest is history because Chadwick Boseman meant a lot to us, meant a lot to me connection to Anderson, South Carolina. My my fam- my grandmother's born and raised in Anderson, and my cousin lives there to this day, wow. and I used to go down there to visit her when I was like in elementary school during the summer to get me out of New York and, you know, put me in a more chill atmosphere. And you know what, and, like, like most, my, like funny, most Chadwick's kids. from there, Anderson. You know what I mean? It's funny, Crazy. man, you say that because like most New York kids, they got sent to the South every summer. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> right, right. You know, yeah, during my elementary, elementary junior high school years. Yes, yes, indeed. That's you hilarious. know, just to, and then and then during and then after that, that's when that's when I wanted to get into music. Hmm. So then I went started to go to summer camps for music, you know, from 13 on, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. But but um, but yeah, but Chadwick Boseman being from Anderson, we're only age wise, we're only nine months apart. Born wow. November 29th. That's why we're releasing on Black Friday because his birthday is the 29th next Sunday mm-hmm. of November. He would have been 44. Um, and I'm, you know, and I turned 44 in August. So we same age. And, um, and, and my cousin would always say that he would hang out at the Jim Rice Center because, as we all know, Jim Rice, the Hall of Fame baseball players from Anderson, South Carolina. Wow. And they named the center after, unfortunately, it's closed. But but he would hang out there. She told me he would hang out there when I would hang out there. So I, it's crazy. I probably knew him then and didn't, you know, don't remember because it's like, you know, so long ago, but um, we met at the Blue Note a couple years ago. He's a big music fan and he went to see Robert Glasper and we spoke and I mentioned my cousin Barbara Mack, who's like uh, an aunt to him and, and the way he reacted was like, wow, like, how could you know, he didn't expect to meet her cousin, like in New York at the Blue Note, you know, like, so I'm glad I got to meet him. I'm glad I got to say that and, um, it's just a shame that he's gone, you know, but yeah, we had, we had us, to man. give this tribute. He's, he's meant a lot to our culture yeah. um, and to society. I agree. I agree. Is it going to be part of a bigger project that you're working on? I mean, it, it stands alone mm-hmm. on its own, but is it something that you're working on as a, you know, as it relates to a bigger project? And what's going yes, on? Yes. No, that's a 
That's a great question. I, I think, you know, we wanted to do this song um, just to do this, but it's not, as of now, not part of a bigger project. I mean, I am working on music for my album. Like, we were supposed, I was supposed to record music for my next album in September, but of course, we know about this COVID situation. Oh, yeah. And I'm not all about doing, like, the technology where you send a track and then you put over a track and stuff. No, I wanted to do it live in the studio. So I'm going to record in, in the spring actually. Um, but I may I may do something where I extend it, mm-hmm. expand it. I'm not sure yet, but but this is something we needed to come out with. And um, this is, you know, just to do this on its own, you know, it was important for sure. Well, I will tell you, it's a, it's a great song. Um, kudos Thank to you, you Niles. And, yes. and, um, and, and, and I, and I want to almost call her funk sister, man. Uh, yes, <laughs> Detroit. yes, indeed. Yeah. Three, one, three. Yeah. Ben, <laughs> phenomenal job. And, and you know what, man, you know, I, I just, I just got to give it to you one more time, bro, because, you know, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Cause there's so much Thank horrible you. music out there. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. You know, I'm just going to be straight up. And, oh yeah, and you're right. Whenever, whenever there's a, an opportunity right. to get somebody who's trying to do good music, trying to do some message music, and 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 yes. you know, you do a little bit of everything. Again, Eclectic Excursions is still one of my favorite albums. I heard you oh, just got you. it. It came, or oh, you got it on Bandcamp. On Bandcamp, finally. Yeah, yeah. So finally. Yeah, it's on Bandcamp. So check it out, everybody. On Bandcamp, support, yeah. please. And and we're gonna put this. You know the the uh, superhero old to Chadwick Boseman on Bandcamp as well as all digital platforms too. So yeah. um, and ha- and a portion of proceeds just to let you all know, portion of proceeds will go to charity um, towards uh, a charity that Chadwick Boseman is close to. So Excellent. yeah, that that's the key and and the, letting the family know about it to his family too. So that's important. We wanted to to put a portion out as well because that that's the key. Because how we passed was just so sad, colon cancer and or how. We strikes us black males you know like Mm. it seems like we get these ailments you know like before everybody else you know what i mean with all the stress we go through oh yeah yeah and everything so yeah that's a whole that's a whole nother show right there oh yeah big time big time so kudos to you again let everybody know one more time when it drops uh you've already let everybody know because i I listen to all your music pretty much on apple music you know you you drop that you know that's my my form of uh you know digital consumption so you know but for now it drops on uh black friday right November black 27th. friday the 27th yes, and they indeed. can get it at, yes, at on all the digital streaming platforms okay all right cool man i want to get you on for that primarily but you know what else you know what else man you. i want to know if you're going to do my you know the um anita baker um i apologize for the uh, for the LA Lakers <laughs> on your next album, you gonna do a cover? <laughs> Let me come on now. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about, but but Devante Devante <laughs> came on the show and picked the Clippers, and I and I was I, I was kind of stunned because I said, "Damn, dude, you just gonna do LeBron like that?" But but anyway, you do you should you should do a cover. Let me tell you, and you should dedicate in small like in parentheses, dedicate it to the LA Lakers. But I, I, I died. I, I, I gotta tell you though. Yeah. I gotta tell you though. Did they play the Clippers? They yeah. beat the Nuggets. I'm yeah. just saying. You well, know, you like know. styles on, make man. fights. Come you know on, what man. I mean? So I'm Come just on. saying. Like <laughs> they didn't play the Clippers. I'm just you know. But but okay. but that was just a debacle. Yeah. I couldn't believe leading three to one. <laughs> yeah. And that that was a debacle. I I I can't believe what well, I don't I don't know what was going on with that team. But you know what? Yeah. You notice Thomas and, and you know and and, and, and Vi like. It, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like they, um, they didn't want to be there. The whole Lou Williams situation. Yeah, Montrez yeah. Harrow was was in and out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. um, Kawhi was kind. You know, at first Kawhi was kind of like. Pat, you know, people are saying, what's going on with Kawhi? He yeah. did pick it up in the playoffs. You know, Kawhi did his thing until game seven. Yeah. But it was just weird. That team overall wasn't there. It wasn't. You know, it was not a good Doc, vibe. No. Yeah. And then Doc was all about, you know, social injustice. Well, he was really on that tip. So Mm. it just, you know, it it just was, um, they weren't there mentally. You know, there's no, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I hear you, man. Go on and do that. I apologize and we'll be good. Everything, like like a nation, will be okay. (laughs) Hey, one more question, man, because, uh, and, and, you know, I just wanted to get you in at the beginning of the show. Um, Mm -hmm. the draft was this week. and, And it's funny you called me the week of the draft. 
Uh, so I got to ask a couple of questions. The Hawks yes, made a fairly decent choice in, in, in on draft day. Uh, plus, mm-hmm. the next news, the big news is picking up Rondo. Are they real? Are they going to be real now? Is this, you know, oh. ver- like you, you're in New York. So versus like the, the Knicks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there a better chance for the Hawks than the Knicks? Because they've been playing on the same level for so long. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, the Hawks, first of all, the Hawks could have been better off when John Collins got that 25-game suspension that kind of, like, took the, yeah. took the sale out. You know what I mean? Like, but now I think that, I mean, getting two veterans in Rajon Rondo, I mean, that's a vet right there. Mm-hmm. And and then you have also, two Danilo Gallinari, who provides, like, him and, and DeAndre Hunter should be beautiful together, like, going in, like, three and four. Like, DeAndre Hunter will, of course, defend the best forward that the other team has and then you have Gallinari there like like veteran I'm telling you the Hawks no doubt because you know what the playing game's going on now you know what I mean like 9 and 10 seed has an opportunity to get in the playoffs the Hawks should without a doubt be in that that circle and and yeah. they and they look great and um I mean Kevin Huter is still there you know uh you know they have a lot of good talent of course and of course Trey Young so it's yeah, like so true. that team is really really deep. and also don't forget Cam Reddish. I think Cam Reddish will be nice coming off the bench his second year. So the Hawks should be good. And 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 shout out to Lloyd Pierce. Give him a shout out. He was on my podcast, um, episode number 25. I had a pleasure to have him on. One of the few people that are still currently in sports. Mm-hmm. I had him on, you know, talking about social activism. That's a good brother right there. So shout yes, out to yes. Lloyd Pierce. I hope, I, sure. hope, I hope he understands that as the team is getting better, the pressure's on to win. You know, oh, yeah. that's that's the yeah. thing because he is a, he's a great guy. He's done a lot mm-hmm. in the city of Atlanta, man, and I, I oh, hope he, man. he, yes. he does it. Especially thing. these elections on January 5th. You know he's all over that. Oh, yeah. You know Agreed. what I mean? Agreed. So, Agreed. like, Agreed. I wish I had him on the show now. I may try to get him on. You know, he'll be one of – he'll be the first repeat guest. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got to get him on and talk about, talk about these the – the senator elections. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely, for sure. Good so, for you, man. And, and continue to do big. what you do with your podcast, man. Um, I just want to, you know, again, thank you. Uh, for embracing oh, Gastropolis, man, for- and jumping on and coming over uh, and and just great content. But you know one thing I did not know, and, and mm-hmm. I don't want to get into it too much, because when I mention something to Nabate, you better be ready because he starts reaching into the stat books, the X's and O's. But just one thing I did not, I did not know Steve Garvey was not in the Hall of Fame, man. That's yeah, crazy. That's, that's a travesty. And, and that's for a travesty. baseball fans, I, you know, if you grow up watching baseball, and the L.A. Dodgers, I'm like, damn, Steve Garvey ain't in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, well, you know? yeah that's a travesty. Like, it's it's crazy, like... like Because you, you had know, him on the show. That's the recent, most recent show, right? The yeah, show. absolutely. Yes, indeed. Like, Steve Garvey, what a great person. I mean, we, we, we talk regularly now mm-hmm. since the interview. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what a great cat. And, um, like, Garvey, that's the thing with Steve Garvey. Okay, I can see the lack of power numbers at first base. Mm-hmm. That kind of brought him back a little bit. But... My man batted three thirty eight and had eleven home runs in the postseason. That's what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? That that and he's a four time Gold Glover and he was the first player in Major League history to have an errorless season. Errorless. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. right there, like he's a diverse player. It's not all about power. This cat like did everything and he was a winner. Those yeah. Dodger teams, mm-hmm. like you know, they made the World Series four times yeah. within like a uh, eight year period from that, from seventy four to eighty one. So it's an eight season period. Mm. Like, come on now, like he he needs to get it. I, I, Veterans Committee, I it, it's ridiculous. You it's, know? it's crazy, right? Tony B, right by like, come on, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but you know, it, it, my so. whole thing is this too, and, and I'm gonna leave it at this, man. Uh, but I, I, I gotta say. Um, you know, when, when you mentioned that in the show and I mean, it just, I could see Pete Rhodes. Okay. You know, Pete, you know, uh, well, he <laughs> should be in anyway. It's ridiculous. But, but, you know but what it's I mean? Just, but it's just, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I digress. I'm going up all, but anyway, Nabate, <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you for being on. I got to give it I to you one more time, you dude. You know, I got one quick question. Go ahead. For you, go ahead time, dude. Sure, go ahead, sure. Time. And you know, I, I am the queen and I wear my Tierra yes, Proudly, the queen yes, of sports illiteracy. I know three <laughs> things about sports. Okay. 
Oh, no, she didn't. And, and this is not one of them. So, I, I, again, just in, you know, driving in the car, the little distance I went today, there is all this brouhaha about some young man who I think was undrafted, but yet he was offered an $85 million contract with, I want to say, was it the, some team in Texas, was it the Houston Rockets or... um. Oh, that was Mavericks for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, wait, uh, undrafted before. I'm trying to think who oh, that was. Undrafted, you know, some undrafted pick, and I don't know why. Because again, I was binge watching um, Lipstick Alley last night. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess he wasn't a top draft pick, and oh, I don't even Fred, know. If- Fred Van Fred Van Fleet. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Like in Toronto with Toronto Raptors. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, even, I, well, I got the T right. I thought it was Texas, but anyway. <laughs> I mean, but, but eighty-five million is nothing to sneeze at as long as he doesn't piss it away. But, oh, I'm sure oh I, no! Oh no! He won't. He was a major part of that championship team that that Toronto Raptors team I predicted in 2019 to win the title. You know, <laughs> like oh, is that yeah. where he came from? Again, yeah. I don't know nothing about birthing <laughs> babies or sports. <laughs> but no, no, he's a beast. Like Van Fleet, like he that's that shows you. You know, it does it, it like Rakem said, it ain't where you're from, it's where you're at. You know what I mean? Like you it's go. not where you're, you, you know, that's that's where it's at, you know. And 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 Fred Van Fleet came out of Wichita State, played his played his butt off of Wichita State, was a major part of that team that um that made the that team that was undefeated that lost to Kentucky very close game, and that same Kentucky team made it all the way to the final. Hmm. to the NCAA final. So I'm just saying, like, Wichita State, like, they lost to a Kentucky team. They were AC with Julius Randle. They made it all to way, all the way in the NCAA final. But Fran Fleet was the guy for that team, you know. And, and Cleanthony, I believe Cleanthony Early was on that team as well, was a former Knicks. So Van Fleet, he should have he been drafted, you know. But, hey, like I said, don't matter. And, and, and this kid is... is, is Hey, he's he's a major staple for Toronto. So big up to him, and a nice nice brother too. Really good dude as well. So again, Abate, congrats, man. Thank you so much, dude. Uh, thank you, yeah, thank stuff. you, thank you all man. for having me. Thank you so much. Remember, November twenty seventh, uh, superhero old Chadwick Boseman. Um, yes, Niles Nabate. Featuring Beth Griffin Manley and also Eclectic Excursions on Bandcamp now. Check it out as well. And of course, where they at podcast, which I have the honor to um to partner with with Catropolis, you know, and I always big y'all up as you hear on the podcast. Oh, yeah, always always make sure you. Thank you. you know to let let people know to come to the come to Catropolis.net to check it out too. You know, thank you. Appreciate you, man. Hey y'all, let's go to break. Nabate, thank you again for coming by. Thank let's you. go to break. And um you know, let's go to break and we'll come back with Tanya B's tea. Thank you so much, Nabate. Nabate, how's everybody? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, lady and gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> You're when you're looking for news and information for and about people of color, you want the Urban Internet News Network. The UIN Network includes UIN, Urban Internet News, our podcast, UINWA, Urban Internet News with Attitude, and UITVN, Urban Internet TV News. It also includes The BJ Murphy Show. Whether it's business news, sports, entertainment, it's all on the UIN Network. Visit our website at uinews.net and see what UIN is all about. That's uinews.net. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Y'all know what time it is. Yes, get your spoons ready. If you have a fire extinguisher close by, you may want to just make sure it's working. Do your thing. (laughs) Do your thing, Oh, yeah. Well, first, we're going to start off with uh, Celebrity Prayer List once again. So we have to call Miss Jingus and Usher Board Number Two to come down to the mourners' bench and pray for the peoples. This week, we're praying for Blair Underwood, who recently lost his mother. So I, I couldn't even imagine what he's going through. That, that's a hard one. So Blair lost his mom. Wow. Uh, as you may know, the singer Jeremiah has been in the hospital on a ventilator. Uh, with COVID, you know, this is real. Um, he's off the ventilator, but he's still hospitalized and not out of the woods, has quite a ways to go. So I don't know what he did to get it, but whatever it was, it was less than smart. Uh, comedian and actress Sinbad is recovering from a stroke. 
Why? Yeah, his family, uh, earlier this week, they finally revealed it, but he's had some other health challenges, including high blood pressure, which I do believe can contribute to a stroke. And he also has that uh, AFib. So, you know, Mm. prayers up for him and his family. Of course, prayers up for Bobby Brown, who lost his son, Bobby Brown Jr., at the age of 28. Um, There is right now no... uh, they don't believe there's any foul play involved, but apparently this young man has some kind of undiagnosed or untreated heart condition, wow. which happens in uh, young men that age. I had a cousin, played athletics through high school and college, and then all of a sudden one day, like you hear about these young athletes and these young men that just drop dead one some days and they have these massive heart attacks because this is something that, uh, you know, if you're healthy and you're moving around, it doesn't show up. So, uh Mm-hmm. Bobby Brown, I understand he's really going through it, and rightfully so, because I me mean, think about it, his daughter, Bobby Christina, and I'm sure he was, although they were divorced, still very affected by the death of Whitney Houston. Then he lost his mother, and I believe his uh, either his father or his brother. And this has happened in the last, all these people, and maybe in the last five to seven years. So, you know, prayers up for him. Uh, I hope he'll maybe be able to uh, channel some of his grief, you know, through work with this new, new edition product that's on deck. So, um, big time. you know, this is, this is real. I think I might have to pray for Spike Lee because I still do not understand why Spike Lee is a, is producing a musical about Viagra. Can, can you help me understand that? Uh, get yes. paid by, by Viagra. A check. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> a tra- or, Are you ready? It, it was either it was either a check or a trade. <laughs> One of the two. I think I can see that with Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson, but I just never thought Spike would sell out. So either he better make this the funniest movie since Coming to America One or Two. Well, you know he did he did a Nike commercial, so you know. There you it's go. An important, it's that's an important medicine. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> especially for Spike right okay. now. <laughs> Spike and Spike. Yeah, James Brown thought so, and some other people did too. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Go ahead, Tony. Move on. Move on. <laughs> Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. Uh, are on. you ready for uh, Shaka Khan TV? Mm, you know, yeah. it, it, you know, there are certain people. If you can't find at least one song by the, you know, certain people that you really like and gravitate towards, I mean, think about it. I have yet to come across anybody who says, "Oh, I can't stand every single song that Shaka made." Because you know, Shaka Khan is, you know, she's that girl, and Shaka Khan, yes, she can. She's an icon. She's a legend. And now, what you'll be able to do on Thanksgiving evening, you'll be able to watch her first online concert that debuts on her new channel, which is Shaka TV. Wow. Uh, her daughter, Indira, is going to be her opening act. And uh, for the small price of just $12.95, if you think about it, going to a concert, you have to get there. You got to park. You usually got to buy something to eat. You know, you maybe buy a T-shirt. And then there's also the price of the concert ticket. Because if you think about it, you know, to be able to sit in the comfort of your own home and see, you know, such a legend as Shaka Khan for a very small price. I, I think it's worth it. So you can just go to ShakaKhan.com and pay you twelve ninety five, and then you'll get a code and come Thanksgiving night. Uh, you go online and you can see her, you know, and she says she's going to uh, make this one very special. And she wants to share a side of herself with her fans that they've never seen before. Wow. So it should okay. be interesting. Well, you know, let me let me say, black folks, don't be sharing the code. Kind of, you know, don't be don't be passing the code. <laughs> well, so, you know, the people are really getting hit. That like, uh, you know, eventually Netflix is kind of catching up too. By the way, the price goes up to uh, December tenth. But Ugh. you know, it, it it's it's a um, it, what do you call it? Uh, a unique code, so you can't give it to your cousin. Ah, Peanut there you go. Him. That's smart. You know, if you live in Atlanta, you can't give it to Peanut in you know in L.A. And I mean, all things considered, Chaka's worth way more than twelve. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Good for her. Absolutely. That'd be pretty cool. Twelve ninety five is not y'all. Go ahead. I mean, think about it. That means you go somewhere and have a drink and you spent more than twelve ninety five, especially yep. in Atlanta. So anyway, yep. I want to know, I'm going up for this. Um, former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick is the subject of a Netflix limited series. It's called Colin in Black and White. And it's Colin Kaepernick doing this uh, project in conjunction with Emmy winner Ava DuVernay. And what it's supposed to do is provide an introspective look at Kaepernick's adolescent years as a Black teen growing up with a white adopted family and being a Black child raised in a white community. Okay. So... 
you know, uh, you, know interesting. you know you know i just got a question i mean the only thing i don't understand is they're not going to cover the controversy the the activist is which well they claim in this one they claim they are is supposed to follow his journey from becoming the great quarterback um defining his identity you know standing up for what he believed in and the experiences that led him to what they're calling now a uh, freedom fighter you know okay. what he is today so we'll see how really how deeply they actually delve into it i wish him well why you gonna watch yeah <laughs> damn excitement <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I know this is. I mean, it's hard get, to follow. Keep it moving. Keep it moving, Tony B. Help him out. Cap is supposed oh, to narrate this series, so it should be interesting. Okay. I okay. Yeah, check it out. Okay. Hmm. We'll be there. We'll be there. Get, get your thirty days of Netflix free. Okay. <laughs> well. Yeah, I really got. Okay. I don't know when the actual debut date is, but um, in case you've had your head under a rock, uh, Mary J. Blige and 50 Cent have inked a deal with ABC to produce a comedy called Family Affair. Um, It's what people are calling a mixture of blackish in the Jackson 5. And it's about a faded R&B star called... Wait a minute, what? Huh? What? Oh, wait. And the Jackson 5? I guess a combination of blackish meets the Jackson Five. Were they gonna wear bell bottoms? They might. Well, here's the premise of the whole thing: Afro is that (laughs) Afro wigs. Okay, all right. Afro sheen. All right, cool. All right, go ahead. I'm just wondering. Well, it's about, and it kind of reminded me a little bit of Bernie Mac because you know Bernie Mac took in his sister's um, children as well, but. it's about this faded R&B star named A-Ron. Is that like some shade at Akon? I don't know. Um, who, you know, his star has faded and then um, he's got to raise his sister's four kids. And it just so happens that the kids can sing. So he becomes their manager and we'll see ah, okay, two seasons okay. maybe. No, okay. Like I said, again, 50 and Mary are the producers. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know they might do a little cameo here and there, a little yang, yang, yang. But you know what? Let them let them get their money. Let them get their money. Cool. Okay. What you got next? Uh, um, also, but you know what? Let me say one thing before you go. This is why Fifty Cent can't act an ass with uh, with these Republicans. You know what I mean? And 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 this controversy because his audience is black. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, power. Everything that has built him and made him is because black folks have supported him. So, you know, I, I, I understand why. What's her name? Stepped in uh, B. Samantha B. Stepped in and said, dude, <laughs> you about to toss your oh, so money Chelsea away. Chelsea Handler. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea Handler. Che- Chelsea she Handler was the one. Street. Yeah, she did. So, so, yes. dude, this is why, you know, don't act an ass. You know, you can have your opinion, but don't act an ass because that's your money. Okay, go ahead. Well, well, speaking of ass, I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, 50 Cent also now was claiming that Donald Trump offered him a million dollars for an endorsement. And he, I guess after Chelsea Handler put him on Front Street, he started backpedaling and and pee-popping. And, you know, he said he refused to do it. He claims that Little Wayne took the bag and then Ice Cube took the bag, but he wouldn't do it. So, I mean, you know, it, it, either you are or you're not. So I, I think, but then we got to remember 50 Cent is, is he is like a major stunt queen. Yeah. Um, yep. And speaking of Little Wayne with this whole thing about him taking the bag, how in, how interesting is that Little Wayne, you know, like you said, is this guy trying to get a pardon because we all know that he is a convicted felon. And this goes, but now this most current case, actually is almost a year old when he was in Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, the feds got a tip that he was on a plane with guns, drugs, and ammunition. And that's what they found. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if he thought that he was going to get a pardon from Cheeto 45, but what he could get is 10 years in jail. Damn. So he should know better. But again, Here's somebody who mixes Sprite with lean, so you can't tell me anything about politics and how I should make my choices. Yeah, so true. Now, if he's a convicted felon, does that mean he has... I don't think he's gotten the right to vote restored. I don't think he can vote. Well, you know what? I mean, I think the right to vote should be restored to felons after after Mm -hmm. they've, they've done their time. I mean that. That's, well, if they didn't know, dice up anybody, if they didn't dice up people like Gary Heidnick and put him in a stew and eat them, but yeah, you know. yeah, you know. But but the the whole serial killer thing is rare, and I agree with you. But for a lot <laughs> of these 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 petty, you know, especially some of these drug crimes, uh, oh, yeah. that were you know amped up, you know, to to you know for for political reasons, you know, we need to we need to get these guys their right to vote back. These these women and men. 
And, you know, after they do their time, give them the opportunity to get their rights back, that right to vote. And, and I, you know, and, and I believe in that. And it's a shame. And I'm not going to go into it in this show. Florida had gotten it done. And then, you know, you know who's stepped in. And, you know, I think try, yeah. they, they, they stomped it to the ground. To, yeah, so it, it's just unfortunate. You know that these um, that these folks don't don't have their rights restored after they do their time. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I agree. I mean, some people shouldn't because of the egregious nature of the crime. But you know what? They shouldn't be out of jail either. Maybe they should just stay. You know, that's why they have life sentences. So uh, we'll see. Okay. You know, um, you know oh, I was so ready. You know, I'm all about the food and I'm planning a menu mm-hmm. for coming to America too that was supposed to come on Prime December 18th. And for some reason, and you know, this whole is because of Corona is getting really tired, but now they have actually changed the date. We're going to have to wait until March 5th of 2021. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's See, the movie was crazy. finished, what, earlier this year, yeah. last year? It's going to yeah. be so outdated by the time it comes up. Yeah, that's that's just a, how you say it. A, that's a buzzkill because I was excited about seeing it during the holidays. You know, Everybody so, was the week before yeah. Christmas. Are you kidding me? But then, crazy. you know, we have, I watched Jingle Jangle mm. and then we have uh, Debbie Allen's Hot Chocolate Nutcracker. Debbie Allen is also the choreographer of uh, Christmas on the Square, which is a Dolly Parton movie mm. that also co-stars Jennifer Lewis. So we've got some other things to watch. And I, I got to say, I'm not a big holiday person. And I, I almost tuned out, but then I said, no, nope, let me rock with this. And I definitely have to give Jingle Jangle, you know, an A across the board for the choreography, yes. for the costumes, just yes. for the acting, for everything. And then I really became engaged. And I said, well, maybe I won't be such a screws this year, but I really enjoyed Jingle Jangle. Hey, it's Holiday something you Hamilton. can watch with your family and your it kids. Is. Holiday Hamilton. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm past the second viewing. I'm going to watch it again. It's just a, it's just real. They just when you watch it the 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 second time, you see more things. There, there are other things that you see because there's so much going on in it. So you know, it really is. Vi, have you seen it yet? Yes, I really enjoyed it. It was a it was an uplifting story. I mean, I can uh, I can resonate with that man. It was a good good move. Yeah, it was a happy move. Agreed. So yeah. another yeah. thing yeah. about it is because I I'll be honest with you. When I think of David E. Talbot, I think of Mama Don't Take My Big Piece of Chicken and those. You know, he started those the, mm. the black theater plays before Tyler Perry. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think he really has uh, come full circle. So five on to David E. Talbot and whoever gave the green light. And you know, Neil Netflix has a big wide checkbook, and so I just say five on to that, and I recommend it very highly. Big time, big time. You got anything else? I got a couple of got things. One, I two, jump uh, yeah, I got two more. I know you don't give a rat's tail but let me just put it out there okay uh meg this meg the stallion is now claiming that tory lanes tried to bribe her and her former bff uh to be quiet about what happened with the shooting of course Corey went Corey tory whatever his name is little man went to court of course he pled not guilty to shooting meg but you know he's calling her a liar again but here's my thing now if the courts are delayed because of covid when he goes to jail will he go to jail in this country or will he get deported back to a canadian jail but we don't care um we Wish also well. we don't care about this but just for the people who want to know mm-hmm. um Donnell Russell, the former manager of uh, the now in prison R. Kelly, you know, now he claimed he didn't do anything, but now he's singing and he's working out a plea deal for what he did. And what he did was uh, one count of interstate stalking for uh, threatening and intimidating some of uh, some of the females who had come forth to talk about their experiences with that, that pedophile Mm -hmm. and then he's also the one if you remember when they had the movie premiere in new york and someone called in a bomb threat oh yeah remember that yeah for the it was was donnell so donnell Hmm. he's gonna do some time for something and r kelly's trial has been pushed to april of 2021 again and you know covid COVID will not be over and they're trying to you know have uh you know he he can't get a fair trial and no jury in america is going to give him a fair trial you know what Hmm. Do the crime, do the time. I'm Absolutely. done. Absolutely. Hey, just a couple of things, y'all. Did y'all cry? Did y'all watch the uh, first Prince reunion? Did you cry? Did you cry about it? Did you, have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Uh, Tanya B., have you I seen it? I think most of it did I cry. No, I did not. But I think it was, um, it was, I think it was long overdue. You got to remember, when this happened, Will Smith was 19, 20 years old, mm-hmm. and he was smelling himself. You know, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he actually came out and admitted that. And I just give him five on it for being man enough to stand up in his truth and say, 
you know, after all these years, for whatever reason, it took so long that, you know, I was wrong. And maybe the original Aunt Viv will get some work out of it. But I think it's something that um, that needed to happen. So I think now everybody who was ever involved in that show can sleep well. I agree. I agree. And, and let me say this. Uh, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody. If you haven't seen it, uh, I'll give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. OK. Alfonso Ribeiro, when when. Aunt Viv, because I didn't think the Aunt Viv was actually going to show with the cast on camera, because initially they said she was going, she was just going to go one on one with Will, right? right. So mm-hmm. they they did do the cast shot, but guess who wasn't in the cast shot? Alfonso. Alfonso. Yeah. So so my, but you know, it's I guess it's hard for him to get away or or you know actually um, forget the fact that she called him what Will Smith's asswipe. And and I think yeah, and, Will Smith's yeah. tampon. Uh, yeah, she went in on him. So he he's he has not forgotten. And maybe they might have to do another part two between you know Alfonso and Janet. <laughs> because, call the Yama, call the Yama Van I mean, I don't Yama. know if anybody cares because because candidly, I don't know if, if if Janet really cares or you know you know first Aunt Viv. But, um, you know, I think for the most part, all she really cares about is acceptance from the cast and Will. And really, the conversation she had with Will was more important. So I, it was it, was, it was really good to see that. And it was touching, man. I'm, I'm glad they did it. It felt good, the, you know, her coming away from that. Man, you could tell it was genuine. But I hope she got paid for being on. I hope HBO. I mean, Will might, you know, they might give her a couple of coins. But here's the game. You know, she talked about Will Smith. She talked about Carlton. Who, who know, you know? And again, I know this was from a. She went in on Jada anger. too. You know, she went in on the Will, the Smith family. But you yeah, know, so yeah, pl- yeah, a place of again of, of anger because I, you know, she, you know, was a, a credit. She was a real thespian. She was a real life actress. And who was this kid with no acting experience coming, you know, out of the semi hood in Philly and you know calling all these shots? But you know, that's you know, times have changed. But I'll just say this. It seems like everybody that she dogged out on that show has gone on to have a very wonderful career. Carlton, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro, has, he keeps a job, so I'm not mad at him. Yeah. I heard he, you know. Well, everybody was really, Will and, Will and Alfonso have done okay. Everybody else has kind of been low-key. They've done okay. Yeah. You know, they've been pretty, well, pretty um, low-key. Well, Tatiana Ali has done well. I can't remember whose little boy was that played Nikki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Karen Parsons, she kind of stepped behind the scenes. She got married and started a family, so yeah. that you know it wasn't like she wasn't working. Yeah. But that was just you know she opted to do and Jeffrey, that. Jeffrey, and name? you know Jeffrey Daphne Maxwell Reed was still producing. You know, you know there was what Frank's Place and these different shows she did with her husband. Yeah. Um, but nobody's come remember? close to Will. Nobody's come close. But to nobody, Will. yeah. And even James Avery, he was, I think, like a Shakespearean actor. Rest mm-hmm. in peace. Yeah. But yeah, I think after you know, Will definitely had you know he. You know, he was a, a mainstreamer. And then I think Carlton, too, because I mean, think about it. Carlton, you know, he was a Broadway kid. He I shouldn't say uh, Alfonso. I'm sorry. The Pepsi you know, kid. he was a tap dance kid. <laughs> He's always forever Carlton. Tap dance kid, the Michael Jackson, pe- uh, the Pepsi commercial. Yep. And he was one of those kid actors that, that worked from a very early age. So yeah. he kind of was, I think, kind of, you know, had gotten his second win because he'd come out of be out of being a kid, and you know, I think that was one of his first big acting jobs as an adult. Yeah, he was smelling himself too because of his his background. But I'm a, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm glad. I'm just glad it yeah. it happened. I'm glad uh, that Janet Hubert uh, is is at peace, and 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 she's even tweeted and gone on to say that. Now I'm just you know it was it was a really it was a feel good moment. And and I think it, it felt good for just, you know, everybody who enjoyed the fresh print, but you know, black folks who, who really just, uh, if we, you grew up watching, watching it and, yeah. and you were engaged in it, it was a good feeling just to see, you know, some, some harmony happen on that show. So I, I give them kudos. The other thing I want to go yeah. just a couple of things real quick, cause I don't, I don't want to go too long. I won't get into a couple of things political and get your opinion and, and buy opinion. Uh-oh. But but Jeezy okay. <laughs> versus, versus Gucci, I got to say what's up to my trap, folks. 1.6 million. They came out. 1.6 million on on uh, Instagram. So Jeezy and, and versus with, with Gucci, you know, they, they came out. They said uh, Jeezy was like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Gucci was like, um, <laughs> what is it? Gucci was, was kind of like Elmo with teeth. So cool. Very cool. Ooh. 
<laughs> well, allegedly they buried, you know, they, they said they were grown men now. Yeah. They buried the hatchet. You know, what was the beef even Until about? Until they go to Lennox Mall. <laughs> no, I'm going, go I, re- I respect Jay-Z for is that he said, you know, we're, you know, we're like the elder statesmen of hip hop right now when these young cats are coming up and they're watching what we do. So we, you know, we can't act a fool yeah. and just have them say I'm doing it because he's doing it. Yeah, so true. Uh, and, you know, the Obama 60 Minutes episode, if y'all haven't had a chance to check it out, please check it out. Ooh, uh, and, and the reason I think it's good is because there are a lot of things that he really reflects on and not necessarily apologizes for, but he acknowledges uh, some of the mistakes I think that people, especially, you know, some black people expected more in the beginning. Um, you know, he, he acknowledges that. And I didn't know one of the big things that they mentioned is that Michelle didn't want him to run for president, you know, and, and she was vocal about it right from the beginning. So she came around, but, you know, she she was not thrilled that he had made that decision. Um, the Breonna Taylor, uh, there's another Breonna Taylor on demand. Uh, Breonna Taylor, say her name on ABC 2020. So if you didn't get a chance to see that on Friday, it's on demand. Uh, you know, I got to say kudos to Tyler Perry, but I'm a little confused. You know, we live in the ATL. We live in Atlanta. I mean, I live in Atlanta. Uh, Tanya B. and Vi, Vi you, you're south of us, south, you're kind of southwest. And uh, he did a 5,000 family um, giveaway for, you know, yes. food, food boxes. But the you know, people were in line from, okay, we taped the show on Sunday. They did the giveaway on, on Sunday morning, right around 10 AM. People were in line Saturday all day, like lined up. People were in line starting at 3 AM Saturday morning. They showed the highway Mm -hmm. and they're wondering why, you know, it was, you would have thought Michael Jackson was, had come back to life and was performing. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, Tyler Perry shut Atlanta down, but it shows you how great the need is because they did that at some of the other big mega churches, even small churches have done that. My church did that. And the need is still great. The need is still great. You know, and Christmas, you know, you got to have a Christmas dinner too. And here's my thing. It's cool to get canned goods and get a turkey, but dude, if you don't have anywhere to live, yeah, so and true. if you don't have a, an oven or a stove, what good is an uncooked turkey going to do? And I don't think they got the turkey. They just got non-perishable foods and $25. You and they know, got gift cards. Yeah. They got gift cards. But, and some folks but, were disappointed yeah, but, because I think they were expecting a turkey. But, you know, one lady said, hey, I'm just thankful to get whatever. It's free. You know, so. Exactly. So kudos to Tyler Perry for at least making the effort for 5,000 people in the ATL. I'm going to give him an applause. I'm gonna give you some applause. You know what I'll say about that? I know some of y'all want to hate. (laughs) All right, let him have it. Tyler, Tyler, (laughs) Tyler, Tyler. I hope he sees how great this need was, and that he repeats it and expands it when Christmas time comes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Sinbad. I don't know if you did. You mention Sinbad in the in the show? Yeah, you mentioned Sinbad. Fred Hampton. No Mm -hmm. weapon. No, not Fred Hampton, the gospel singer. Yes, has COVID too. Yeah. So, so get over. I mean, I know he's no weapon formed against us is like on, on loop in his house right now. So, you know, get well <laughs> soon, Fred. And uh, Kevin Hart, one, one last thing, Kevin Hart and the comedy special. Did y'all see that? I, I did. OK, you want to go first? <laughs> you didn't, so like you didn't like it, I thought it was OK. I, I was just, surprised that he said uh, he said he had the COVID. <laughs> Yeah, but he didn't. He said he didn't announce it because the because Tom Hanks had it. He yeah, he, he yeah he said he he was a bigger star. He had to wait for somebody like David Hasselhoff to get it. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of real. Like he said, they asked him uh, at at his at his children's school. They asked him to be the door greeter. He said, "A door greeter." Yeah. Yeah, it's it was it hard. was it was I guess I, it just wasn't I, I watched maybe half of it. And I said, I mean, I, I just kind of left it, you know, and I, I, you know, I don't know. I just uh, didn't so think that, it was you, you I didn't think it was that funny. Thing. Did you watch the part? Did you get to the part where you talk about the COVID? How you had the COVID? Yeah, said but the it was but it was it was just losing. It was losing steam. It was, you know, it was kind of funny. I don't know. I, I'd like. I, I'd love everybody's a, opinion. I, I just, you know, I, I thought it was okay. A Kevin, I think you got to be a Kevin Hart fan to watch it. I like Kevin yeah. Hart's movies more. You know, like uh, the movie he did, uh, the drama. Uh, was it the Come Up or what was the movie? The recent movie where he's he's dealing with the guy who's a paraplegic. I just messed up the title uh, of the movie. But, uh, really but that didn't. Was a, I can't. I didn't see it, but I know but that was a serious. 
Yeah, no, no, no. But what I'm saying is the comedies, even the comedies and some of the movies, you know, I don't he's got a, and he admitted that he'd been kind of rusty on stand up, you know. So, you know, as far as he needs to keep working at it, I wouldn't release that as a Netflix special. I would have waited. You know, I think he needed like, you know, like uh, Dave Chappelle went back out and he did a bunch of shows before he, he started, you know, in his yard. You know, he he admitted that, you know, when he did the Saturday Night Live, uh, you know, monologue, he, he was kind of practicing yeah. for it. You practice for it. Cor- I didn't feel he practiced. Field. I didn't feel he practiced for it. I didn't feel he practiced for it. Of course he did. He's Kevin Hart. Okay. All right. Tanya B. <laughs> Help me out. Ooh, Lord. Somebody else. I, I don't know. I just, I, I was trying to connect with you, Kevin. I was trying. Uh, all right, y'all. Hey, I'll just a- go by the title. Is it zero F bombs given? Go ahead, Thomas. Go ahead, Tommy B. No, you were saying. No, that's it. That's all I got. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it at that. Kevin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Mm. Uh, hey, just a couple of things, y'all, on the news side. I, I'm not going to do because, you know, we're going a little bit long on the Syracuse Mike side. Uh, I appreciate Syracuse Mike every week, man. I want to just shout him out and thank him for providing us with headlines. But but just a, just a couple of things I'm curious about. Um, Rudy Giuliani and the Just for Men meltdown. <clears throat> what the hell? What? You know? <laughs> I get it. He's given. Now, see, Kevin Hart could have taken that, and it could have been a really good joke if he didn't. You know, anyway, yeah. It's, it's beyond. That was, see, the good stuff doesn't run. He used some stuff he got at Dollar Tree, I guess. He used Why would we, we take this man serious? That's my point. It's like, you know, and then, you know, people like, you know, uh, Meet the Press, you got, uh, you know, the host for Meet the Press putting these conspiracy people on. I, you know, I, I, hate to, I hate to even bring up Giuliani, but I, I bring it up on this show because it's just ridiculous watching a grown man sweat die down his face. I mean, and, and we sit there and you got what 70 million people who, who, who think, you know, <laughs> that level of pre- pre- preparation, <laughs> if you ain't, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you can't at least have your die straight in your hair, you know, that's dude, come on. I'm doing a podcast right now. I ain't sweating die. Kind of. But not really. They did let you know Trump knows no, he has laws. He's just doing something right now. Yeah, I think you know what they're, they're clowning it and they're being clowned. I think what and they're you know, doing. Somebody doing something. He just yeah. Trump is making. He just he just banking. He just making money, making money. Yeah, I was I was having a conversation with Lady J, and she was saying that you know we we think that that they're, they're actually probably shredding documents right now. They're just killing time. They're killing time for yeah. shredding documents. You know, they're killing time for raising money for his legal defense, not necessarily for legal defense for the election, but legal defense for post-election, because, you know, New York and these other principalities, all these other uh, states are about to light him up. He's trying to figure out what his next step, how he's going to make money to make make money. But it's really sad. Losing the president job, that's a lot of money he's losing. You know, and then you you got the guy. Not being president for all that stuff, the Secret Service paying his his motels and all this kind oh, of stuff. He yeah. made money off the government. Yeah. A, a lot of money. A lot. Yeah, like I said, he made a one point five billion over billion. the first yeah. few years. And you know, it's 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 a money grab. It's a it everybody, it's almost like, you know, the whole family got into the White House to grift. And right. and they didn't expect the grift to end this early. So now they gotta speed the grift up. <laughs> you know that they got they got the grift right now on double speed so that they can get it before November, before January twentieth. Uh, they're not even good at it. That's the that's that's what makes it that much more comical. They're yeah. not even good at it. When Ann Coulter comes out and says a second term of Trump would have killed us, you know something's wrong. When Ann Coulter uh-huh. when Ann Coulter hates you, <laughs> it's like. God damn. Come on. And, and, you know, and one more thing, just, you know, maybe you can help me. And I'm, I'm even thinking about having, you know, shout out to Fran uh, from uh, Faith Family and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. She's on the network. Uh, you can you can check her show out. Um, she did an episode that really just, you know, talks about her displeasure with evangelicals, with white evangelicals. I, I am. You know, it, it's it is amazing just, to me. That just really that just really turns me up. I mean, so many ways. the whole what's TBN, Word Network, yeah, all these, these yeah. the crowd. All the white. Yeah, there's so many ways. It just really turns me off. It's like they don't see 
what it's doing to the country for one. And I, I don't know, maybe somebody in the religious community might let us, why, in my opinion right now, I think we're waiting for uh, the Republicans to come out and acknowledge Biden. Why don't the, the religious community come, you know, at least, I mean, I know there's a, there's a, uh, uh, there's a, they a can't. Uh, well, they, can't. No, they, 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 they come out, too. let me say this. They don't have to get into politics, but you know, there's a such thing as we pray for our leaders. You understand what I'm saying? That's part yeah. of the church. So at least come out and say, Hey, we're going to, you know, we, we ask for calm. We pray for peace and, mm-hmm. and, you know, at least, step in because a lot of these folks who are going to start the mess, they devout evangelicals, Christians. And I'm I'm telling Mm -hmm. you, you know, these pastors, these leaders in these churches need to grow some, you know what, and step up and tell their, their, their congregations, look, we don't need that because, you know, and and it's just, it's just, I mean, I don't want to say disappointing because hell we found out through slavery that, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we, you know, we were enslaved with it. So it, it, it's kind of like, <sighs> I just hate to see the country go down the path without people stepping up saying, look, you know, this shit's over. It's over. No, it's not. No, but what I'm saying is really. His reign may be, his yeah. reign may be over the president, but this, this, we, this stuff, this country stuff, we're going to this country. No, oh, yeah. It's not over. No, no, that's not over. That's going to continue. But I think part of the healing process has to come from, and I, I'm just going to say it, you know, uh, I think part of it has to come from the church. They're going to have to, you know. So that's all I had to say on the news side. Um, you know, we know COVID is COVID. Um, and, you know, I'm going to say to my folks, please, you know, if you got to do the family gatherings, wear your mask, do the social distancing thing, you know, be careful out there. I uh, got to say to my Smurf brothers out there, y'all be safe. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, new podcast is launching. Got to say what's up to Courtney and her crew, the Super Seniors podcast. They're going to come on and talk about stuff they grew up with, TV shows they grew up with in the 2000s. They're millennials. So um, their podcast yeah. is coming up. And, uh, you know, I just, you know, Tanya B, you got anything to close with? A couple of things? Again, just mask up, mask up. Don't forget, uh, there's still much more work to be done here in Georgia. We have one runoff uh, December 1st, and then there's another one, the 5th of January. If you're turning 18, you have until December 7th to vote in the January 5th election. Mm -hmm. So young people, let's mobilize, organize, and, you know, know, get the work done. Still, shout out again to Stacey Abrams. You know, she's doing what she does best. And if I don't say anything else, it's ridiculous. People, please stop going to the mall shooting people. Yeah, that's crazy. Lenox Mall, which used to be the the gem of ATL, is now the shoot 'em up mall. It's worse than Greenbrier. It, it, it's like I Greenbrier's like Greenbrier's like what the hell y'all doing over there? I mean, <laughs> the there's there. been six shootings and robberies there this year, and just last Damn. month there was a robbery and shooting. Uh, during uh, uh, at Neiman Marcus and I mean, whoever it was was just shooting all willy nilly because there were people whose cars were in the parking lot that had bullet holes in them. Wow. And, you know, it, it's going to make it bad for everybody. Then you've got the situation shut it down. with that mall in Metro um, Milwaukee and they've arrested a 15 year old. Mm. Eh? Crazy. Yeah, I saw that. Why well, you got any shout outs? Yeah. I have any shout outs? Oh, you got an addiction. About it. But he gonna do the benediction. I don't want to do the benediction yet. I gotta say one more thing before you do benediction. You got it. Mm. You got it. Yeah, I got okay, it. Okay, hold, hold on to it one minute. But I gotta ask y'all this one thing. Okay, when you, you know set it off, they've been showing set it off on Showtime every day, and you know I love set it off as a movie. <laughs> I love it. But you know, watching Trump, like watching him now, how he's walking around. He, it, it, you know, it reminds me of like, you remember when, what's her name? Was in Queen Latifah? What's her character's name? Storm, uh, I don't know, but Queen Dude. Latifah's character in the movie. Dude. Dude. <laughs> when she got shot down, it just, you know that music that was playing, that sad music when Queen Latifah was getting <laughs> shot down? Every time I see Trump, I hear that song. <laughs> That's all it's like. Not that I, I don't care about him, but I'm just saying it just reminds when I see his face now, when I hear his tone is this, you know, but couldn't happen to a nicer guy. All right, are you ready? 
I'm in, bro. You know, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. All right, Vi, do your thing, man. Psalm 118, chapter 2, verse 4. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And what I'm saying is, we know the COVID is bad and everything don't look good, but we're missing the main thing. The Lord has gave us another day. Enjoy it. You have another day. Enjoy your day. Thanksgiving coming up, Christmas coming up, and the president lost. So appreciate the days we got coming. Enjoy. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, I can't. I'm sorry. Bye. Way to go, man. Way to go. And I just heard that song in my head again that said it all. Queen Latifah getting out the car. You got a lot of sound to me. You got love for that man. You must be a, a who love for who? A couple of drugs. Oh no, 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 no. All right, y'all. Hey, thanks for listening again. We're not doing good it. Riddance, good riddance so, and goodbye to me. Yeah, that's a good riddance. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, thank you, y'all. Thank just in general, everybody for for their support. K Dub. You know, one of our big listeners, man. Appreciate the support. Be safe out there for the holiday. We're not going to do another podcast until after the 29th. So that weekend we'll be on hiatus. Uh, we won't be doing the show the 29th. We'll be back the next weekend. Uh, so y'all be safe. And with that, episode 60 is in the can. And we are out of here. Peace. Peace out, people. Wear your mask. Don't forget to vote. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.